Hey, VV Nation. Well, you found our podcast on your favorite platform for podcasts. We know that you'll love the content, and hopefully it makes you better informed investors in the stock market. Be sure to follow us on social media. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Reddit, and Instagram. Just search for VectorVest, and remember, we do the work, you reap the rewards. Hey, VV Nation, what's going on? It's Patrick here at VectorVest, and today I've got a brand new GameStop video for you. Whether you're in GameStop or not, this information is going to have an impact on you as long as you're investing in the market. There's been a lot of new headlines that have come across the media recently in the last week or so. So we're going to take a look at that, give my thoughts on it, and then as always, we'll finish off by taking a look at the chart. So with that, make sure as always, smash that like button, turn on the notifications, subscribe if you're not already subscribed to the YouTube channel, and let's get into it here today. All right, welcome back, everybody. So if you're not familiar with what's going on, not familiar with the GME saga, just to get you caught up a little bit, give you a little background, we've had three hearings about the GameStop trading going on in January, and they've had the CEO of Robinhood, they've had the head of Citadel, the market maker, and a lot of other people in on this. And there's a lot of confusion, a lot of mixed answers that we've seen over the last nine months, and a lot of their answers and stories seem to be changing and aren't adding up. Well, last week, the end of last week, coming into the beginning of this week, we're starting to see some of the details from a potential lawsuit against Robinhood and a bunch of different other brokers and also some market makers and clearinghouses that seem to contradict what they said under oath at their hearings. So let's jump into this and get you up to date with the new developments on this story. So during their hearing, they said that they never coordinated with one another. They never had any communications. Vlad, or the CEO of Robinhood, said it was all them. They decided to cut off the buy button. Same with other brokers. And Citadel said they've never talked or had any communications with Robinhood or any of the other brokers. Well, as we can see here from the COO of Robinhood, they had a chat set for 5 o'clock with Citadel to speak about the, what's going on with that trade back then. And this was on January 27th, the day before they shut off the buy button. And then you can see more comments here. Maybe it'd be a good time for me to meet or chat with Ken Griffin. You guys can mention that. And then at the very bottom, it talks about how everybody's having rough times trying to get this order situated, trying to get these trades situated because they couldn't come up with what they were doing. They couldn't match shares to the shares that they were supposed to be able to find. And it's turned into a big mess, which led to them cutting off the buy button. Now, this directly goes against what they said in their hearings that they had no communications with them whatsoever. Also, there has been some leaked images. I haven't been able to verify them talking about how Citadel, the hedge fund, also quadrupled their position in some of these meme stocks the night of the 27th going into the 28th when they knew the buy button was going to get shut off. So very, very interesting stuff coming out of here. Now, with all this being said, the way it affects individuals, especially if you're not already in GameStop or if you're trading other stocks, is because over this time, we have also learned that when you buy a stock in your brokerage account, you actually think that you're getting the stock and you're holding that stock in your account. But most likely what you're actually getting is simply an IOU and not the actual share, which is why we're starting to see people who hold GameStop 
using ComputerShare to direct register their shares or DRS their shares. This allows them to put their stock in their name under the official agent of GameStop share provider on the books. So that way they're listed as the actual holder because even though you may actually own the IOU or you may even actually own a share or two, but on the back end of things, the broker is listed as the one who actually owns the share, not you. So therefore you don't actually own that share. You just have access to it and give it back when you're done with it. So this whole DRS movement is extremely powerful and something that a lot of the powerful people on Wall Street have seemed to try to suppress and try to keep away from the general public because it could hurt the overall movement in the market because it could dry up liquidity in certain stocks and also it does actually add some paperwork for them to have to do. But I really am a believer of the DRS movement, so I've personally already set up a transfer, just waiting for that to go through and plan on transferring more in the very near future. So if you own GameStop, you're not familiar with DRSing your shares or direct registering your shares, definitely take a look at ComputerShare. I'm with TD Ameritrade, it was free and didn't take more than five minutes. So it's definitely something worth doing because the whole purpose of the direct registering your shares is that if all of a sudden the whole entire float is locked up and registered on computer share system. GameStop can see that. And therefore, if GameStop still trades and still has a lot of volume that day, they know that those are fake shares, which proves this whole theory that everybody's been claiming for the last nine months to be true. And that is when things could get extremely spicy. So once again, if you're not familiar with it, make sure if you haven't already done that, Look into direct registering your shares. You don't have to, you still have access to them, but it definitely helps the movement, helps provide clarity on what is actually going on behind the scenes. The reason why this is so important is because if we wanna have financial markets that are free and fair for everybody going forward, this could be the situation that actually gets eyes on it and actually causes real change in the markets instead of allowing stocks to be manipulated because this may be the first time that we've seen it firsthand, but you can guarantee that if they've done it once, they've done it in the past. So you have to wonder, how many times have you bought in stock that went down, everything looked good, everything, the market was healthy, and maybe you got caught into this too and never even realized it. So there brings a lot of doubt to investors, especially retail investors. So if you wanna have fair and free markets for everyone, this is something that definitely needs to be looked into. Also, regardless of whether or not you own GameStop or not, let me know your thoughts about this whole debacle that we're seeing going on in real time down in the comments below. And on one last thought before we jump into the graph, I just want to point out how weird it is essentially that with all this new movement with the hashtag King Griffin Live starting to trend on Twitter, and then all of a sudden Citadel Securities coming out of hiding for the last eight months to finally address the concerns and address the new allegations in public on Twitter, it definitely looks like some damage control by their PR. <laughs> the fact that they're trying to call people conspiracy theorists about this when we've done a lot of research, we've done a lot of digging, is just asinine if you ask me. The only thing that people believe about the moon is that these stocks will reach the moon very, very soon. And so with that, let's go ahead, take a look at the GameStop chart and get an idea of where we're currently at. All right, so before we jump into the graph, let's make sure everybody's familiar with the layout that I personally like to use. 
So as we can see, we have the price shown in candlesticks with a 3 and 8 exponential moving average to show short-term momentum. And then below that, we have the DPO, which is a momentum indicator. Also below that, we have the stochastics, which is a great overbought and oversold indicator. Then MACD and also volume. For anybody who's been following me for a while, you know my favorite chart pattern to trade is what I like to call the wicked wedge. Wicked wedges are consolidation patterns, and the best way to describe a wicked wedge is like a coil that's getting twisted and tightened over and over and building up tension until finally it reaches that breaking point and then it explodes. Same thing happens here. So as we're getting tighter and tighter, this is that coil being turned, and eventually we're gonna reach that breaking point, and when it breaks either up or down, typically you see huge explosive movement coming out of the stock. Now, I will admit, though, as a fan of technical analysis, somebody who's been learning charting for over 30 years, technical analysis is extremely powerful for most stocks. However, it seems to be baffling most GameStop investors because technical analysis has proven to be very, very fickle with GameStop specifically. Okay, so looking at the wedge, as we can see, we are trading at the lower part of that wedge currently, but on a positive note, if we look down here at the stochastic oscillator, we do see that it is an oversold territory, telling us that we're due for a bounce or that we should see a price rise here in the very near future. Because if we look at history, every time the stochastics has hit that level below 20 or that oversold level, it tends to not hang around very long before it starts moving higher, which is definitely a positive sign. On another note as well, whenever you see a breakout like we did here, that doesn't necessarily mean that's the go signal. As I always talk about, whenever you're looking for a breakout, you need to not only see the breakout day, but also follow through or confirmation that next day. So we can see, we tried to break out here, came back down in a matter of a day or two, and traded back within that consolidation pattern. So even if we see it potentially break below this line one day, two days maybe, that really doesn't get me too worried because as we've seen, it typically tends to bounce back inside a consolidation very, very quickly. And then we also have DRS on our side this time. That's something that has become wildly popular just recently, and we are still seeing the effects of it, especially when you look at the dark pool data out there. So even if we break to the downside with more shares being locked up, taken away from potential manipulators, this potential break to the downside may not be sustainable and may not last too long as well. So as always, buy, hold, and DRS. So from the charts, we're noticing consolidation once again. We're getting closer to that lower part of that trend line. Based off of what we see, we're expecting to see a nice little bounce, maybe retest that upper part of the trend line or upper part of the wicked wedge, and hopefully finally see that breakout that we've been looking for for quite some time. As a side note, you may already know this if you follow me over my Twitter, but I've been talking about it a lot. I have been trading for over 30 years now, and I've been learning charts for over 30 years now. And the Wicked Wedge is one of my favorite technical formations or patterns that I like to trade. I've been highly successful using these over the years. And this is the biggest Wicked Wedge I've ever seen in any stock, anytime. Nine month long wedge, you can expect when this thing breaks, things are gonna get pretty exciting. And the last piece of analysis that we see from the chart is looking at MACD or the moving average convergence divergence. So. On a short term, we are slightly down, 
No surprise there. We've seen the price action pulling back, but then again, the overall market's been selling off pretty hard as well. So that's to be expected a little bit. But if we look at the overall trend of the MACD, we can see it's getting tighter and tighter, showing consolidation, confirming what we're seeing here. And as it stands right now, we are still in positive territory with the MACD. So on a long-term trend, we still are bullish overall. And on that note, folks, thank you all for tuning in here. Let me know once again your thoughts in the comments down below. And if you stuck around this long, let me see hashtag King Griffin Live down in the comments. Let's get that going here. Would love to see that starting to trend. And as always, share this video with all your friends. Share it with all your family. Make sure they're subscribed for free to the VectorVest YouTube channel. And until next time, be safe out there, take care, and I'll see y'all on the moon. Thank you for supporting our podcast and for being a part of VV Nation. Remember, you can always get a free stock analysis on your stocks. Simply go to VectorVest.com forward slash free. Type in your symbol, submit your email, and we will email your analysis.